Uh, it says, hi, Danny. Hi, Billy. Bringing this podcast. Uh, binging? Bringing? Binging. Binging. Woo, girl. That is hard for a dyslexic girl to read. Binging this podcast has been getting me through lockdown. Uh, we both... Oh, bloody hell, girls. This is not dyslexic friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I sound like Moira? Yeah. Oh, baby. Baby. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. This week on a jam-packed episode of the Gossip Gaze podcast, we are dishing out our opinions on Drag Race UK. Danny's got advice for an open couple looking for a third. And Billy's learned how to poach an egg. I'm cooking an egg for the very first time. (laughs) Right, let's rock and roll. Here we are, back again, week two of 2021, which just feels like part two of 2020 still, doesn't it? So far, it's, um, yeah, it's not very good at the moment. Have you seen... In the I've news. not showered today, by the Have way. Have you not? No. I wondered so what the smell me. was. Fuck your mother. Um, I, I feel... Oh, no, nah, I don't want to kick off on something negative. Well, say, go on. I was going to say about them poor kids who are getting like tuna and like, money bags and stuff. <laughs> Hon. Is that real? I think some of these must be fake. Now, I am very left-wing, as people know who listen to the show. But, you know, where there's fake news on the right side of the world, there is fake news on the left. And I think it's always objective to think, is this true? I shared some a video on Instagram only last week of um, someone getting arrested for sitting on a bench with their And dad. that was fake? Was it fake? And then I fa- Well, then I got sent another article from the BBC, which is a, a statement from the police who said that actually they were part of a an anti-mask far-right protest and they were like waiting ready with cameras to to kind of bait the police understood um obviously that there's two sides to every story so that's all i'm saying i'm not trying to defend them the tories are cunts and also it's 30 quid their pay and pay box is out of the money and they've added them up and they're like five quid or six quid or something yeah and i mean i get there's charges but there's not 25 pounds worth of no the pocket in it, <laughs> they, they did get an outside company to make these boxes apparently um so it's not yeah, the outside company is still tory backbenchers like right. tony blair's friends or someone right. i don't know who it is <laughs> tony blair's mum yeah do you know what i mean <laughs> right in okay kitchen it's not like oh <laughs> just some random company they've put it out to tender it's what right. they're doing with loads of stuff like the track and trace everyone that i know that works for track and trace says they get about four calls a day Right, and, and I knew someone that was working on it at the very start of the pandemic, and he wasn't getting any calls. And he was—it's just all money sinks into companies owned by Tories. Woo! Let's kick off the day with a lovely Tory <laughs> anthem. <laughs> Welcome to Anti-Tory FM. No, I'm joking, and I'm sorry if you do vote Tory. I'm sorry that that's your way of life, but um, let's move on from that because I don't want to alienate all the all the all the. Um, File Tories that listen. So let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been up to this week? What's what's going on? What's the download? I have been up to pretty much jack shit. We are still locked down. We can't see anyone do anything. And it is... I've not been doing any drag. So I ordered some bits off the rack. Honey, I'm poor. Oh, whoa. Yeah, I ordered something off ASOS that was in the sale. 
Right. I'm putting together a little look with it, um, which will be cute. I think I'm going to... What? She's a bargain queen now. Oh, no, stop. <laughs> I am going to edit the... Uh, edit it, you know what I mean? I never just wear something off the rack. Oh, it will God, be, no. It will be edited. Right. Uh, it's going to have major shoulders put in. I'm going to take it in for the waist. You're going to do all this yourself? Of course. Oh, sorry. I just got a text. Do you know what? I'm so popular today. Is it me or is everyone's birthday in bloody January? There's about five different birthdays and I've not got a bloody penny to my name. It's the worst. I would... Because you know everybody's still in January. Nobody wants to do out in January. Like, if your birthday's in January, I am sorry for you. I just moved mine. If my birthday was in January, (laughs) I would just be like, do you know what? 25 onwards or whenever, just pick a date. I'm moving it and picking a new date. Absolutely. Change it on Facebook and tell all your friends this is when I'm celebrating my birthday. It's nonsense anyway. And And then you can have double birthday. Well, then you can have a family birthday okay, in January and then all your friends and everything. I, I might do it anyway. Move it to when? Dunno. The day after? No, yours is good. Mine is a good birthday. Yours is a good birthday. Mine's oh, an sorry, o- the ice machine's making ice there. Mine's an alright birthday. Mine's September, so mine's alright, actually. Um, Other than that, I've been applying for Muggle Jobs, girl. This is the first time in my life since... <sighs> since uni since i worked on the bars like my, my career path kind of went i worked in the bars then i was a dj i've been self-employed since the second year of uni I've, and i'm now 28 and i'm applying i've applied for track and trace i've applied for 111 calls right, yeah i and 119 119 what's yeah, that one nine's the corona line and I didn't know that Corona line. Yeah, hello, you're was through, one one nine. The Corona line. You're through the Danny Beard here. Let me just. You think you've got Corona? Okay, let me sing you a song. Um, yes. Well, I, yes, I have. Um, but I'm just waiting to hear back from them. So, other than that, I'm going to have to start applying for Tesco or something. So, if you see me at your local Aldi stacking shelves, give me a high five. But I'm literally. Literally, I've run out now. Right, so now you've managed. <clears throat> yeah. I managed on my savings and what have you not. Yeah, but I just don't see an end point of it, and I can't just every time it feels like it's going to. Uh, that was really posh. Every time it feels like it's going to, um, get better. So like I did the Squirrel Friends tour. Okay, it's starting to get better. Then we're in another lockdown. Mm-hmm. Then okay, well we can do New Year and stuff. Then we're in another lockdown. Yeah, it's so in and out and inconsistent i'm just constantly falling between the cracks yeah and i can't it's a year on now nearly Mm -hmm. i can't just keep thinking okay i can hang on another couple of months because there's still no end goal or sight and now i'm hearing rumors that they're not going to open the pubs till may and all of this and you just don't know what the truth is and what facebook rumors do you but it's hard to tell it's I'm just, really hard to tell. I'm basically, I'm going to have to get a muggle job yeah. and suck it up. And it, on one hand, it feels really defeatist and like I've had a few cries. And on the other hand, it's like, well, what else What else are you going to do? Just sit and stew? Yeah, there's just no point. So that's where I'm at this week. Um, other than that, I'm going to go for my daily exercise tomorrow to Dovestone Reservoir, which is not far from where I live. And go on the biggest longest coldest walk and we're going to wrap up warm and take some well i was going to say take some butties but i've actually been on low carb low diet low fucking <laughs> keto diet so i'll take a fucking slice of ham and a gherkin absolutely do you know what i did i i've been doing the same so i've been doing the no carbs and 
Anything I do, you do. So obviously, oh, I'm doing no carbs. I'm two weeks in. I'm I'm half a stone down. She's four days in. She's two stone up. Yeah, <laughs> I did learn <laughs> this week. I've always wanted to do this. Now you do. I think you or Joe do do it quite a lot. But I poached an egg for the first time in my life. Right? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it went down a storm. It went down really well. I watched this YouTube video of this girl who's tried and tested every method there is. How did you do it? Go on. Welcome to the Gossip Gays Food Podcast. Somebody said this week we're a food podcast. I know. Um, what else is there to do other than eat? Well, I've got something else I've been doing this week as well. Food related? It's not food related. Right, okay. But I watched this YouTube video. She tried and tested every method. She said, use a the freshest egg you can get. Yeah. She said, don't make the whirlpool if you're making more than one. Nope. And you do need to put some vinegar in there. Yeah, that's how we and do it. And that's it. Boil um, it. Three minutes. Three minutes. That's all it takes. Three minutes. I know. How long do you do yours for? <laughs> three minutes. Wow. So you knew this method and you never told me. You've never asked me how to poach an egg. <laughs> to be fair, to I've be never f- cooked for you. So to be fair, you've only ever made me a meal once, and you just reheated something that your mum had made, and it was very nice. So thank you, Tracy. Um, but yeah, that's how Joe does it. All right. I look like yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe does it like that. Yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah. But yeah, I always used to spin it, thinking that's what you're supposed to do, but. No. no, I don't. Pop it in. And you can put four or five in. You've got a big enough pan. Oh, yeah, I know. They look like little ghosts when they go in, yeah. initially. <laughs> <laughs> you never. You always said you didn't like egg. Mm, I didn't like snotty povo egg. Right, runny, snotty egg. The white, the white, when it's snotty. That's protein, though, sis. That's what you need to get in for the gym. Yeah, I will eat that, but when it's not like snot. Right, okay. Um, what else have you been doing then other than learning how to fucking poach an egg? <laughs> well, this week I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a problem or not, actually. It might be quite a listener's letter here. What? You're writing your own listener's letter for the first time. Maybe. Kind on, of. Then. Basically what happens is of a night time, I fall asleep and obviously I'm dating Marden, so then he falls asleep. Right. I like to go to sleep first. Right. And then I always come on to him when I'm sleeping. But I don't really remember it. And then I wake up sometimes, like during it, and I'm like, oh no, I'm too tired. But it keeps happening every night now. What? It's like it's like when people sleepwalk. I'm like sleep sex. Sleep sex in him. Well, it's a bit more like trigger warning. No, but I sleep right. Yeah, but no, but I'm the one who like comes on to him and he's not fully asleep yet. But sometimes I remember it and sometimes I don't. How weird. So what? You're like in between proper like REM sleep and yeah, and awake. Then, sometimes he says like I grab his hand and like touch myself and then like oh, but then like I knock it away. So it's like I'm taunting him. Really? really. <laughs> How bizarre! But have you looked into this? Well, this used to happen in my previous relationship as well like maybe twice a week i'd wake up and we was getting jiggy jiggy what yeah i'd used to wake up and i used to be like in the moment well maybe it'll die down well i don't know it's happening nearly every night (laughs) how weird i do i do need to look into it though because i never used to sleepwalk as a kid and i never used to like and you don't remember a thing Sometimes I completely blacked out. I don't remember a thing. It wasn't until later when I was washing the blood off my hands I even knew he was dead. Exactly. And what are you... Maybe you need to actually fulfil the need before bed. This is what I've said, because I think... So, like, 
sober, I was going to say then. Like, so awake. <laughs> like, awake. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, awake. Yeah, like, you actually do... Or if not, have a tummy tank. Yeah, have an shank in the shower. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that you, you're getting it out. Maybe it's like... <laughs> Maybe your swimmers have got serious power. Yeah, that's what I mean. They control me as I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Who got the power? <laughs> Who I? I know. Well, if well. anyone's listening that knows about this, please get in touch and help our Billy out because I've never heard of this. I've never heard of it either, but it's happened to me twice and I feel like it must be me because if it happened in my old relationship and now that I'm dating this guy, it's happening again. Well, producer Sam is back from his holiday so we can set him on the task of finding out what is happening. I need a solution because actually it's not fair so I'm taunting him. He's getting in the mood and then I'm just like, back to sleep again. <laughs> and as he said, you know that you're doing this, and you're like, what? Yeah. Like, I wake up in the morning, I was like, did it happen? And he's like, yes, it's fine. This is scary. <laughs> what if you start getting up and, like, leaving the house? And- See, the thing is, I'm paranoid that, say I'm... Well, why else would I share a bed with somebody else? But, like, say I went... Yeah, well, say we went to fucking... That's what I mean. Like, say... Well, you've never done that to me. Yeah, and I don't think I would. I think mentally I'd know the person next to me is... Yeah, exactly. Because I won't want to like... But you're paranoid that you might be in bed with your mum or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, imagine. And you grab her hand. Oh my God, I'd die. I would die. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Right, if anyone can help us on this, get involved, get in touch. At Gossip Days. At Gossip Days. We need to move on with the show. We've blabbled already and we've got so much to talk about. So now it's time for review of the week. Review of the week. This one comes in from Rach723XX. Wow. Thank you, bitch. She sounds like a porn star. So this says, love it. A great listen always has me laughing. The friendship between Danny and Billy is very obvious, but in a way that they make you feel included as a listener. Oh, nice. Really, we hate each other, so we do quite a good job. Yeah, we're actors, darling. This is acting. There are many laughs to be had, but the boys also tackle serious issues brilliantly. Would highly recommend this. It is my favourite. And then, like, the love heart emoji with the smiley face. Oh, well, we love heart emoji, smiley face. You're right back. And if you want to leave a review, you can do it on our Apple Podcast page. And if you're not on Apple Podcasts and you listen to us, on Spotify or mm-hmm. any other bootleg streaming service. Good for you, but you can pop over to our Facebook page and leave us a review there where we'd very much appreciate it, love it, and probably get a massive hard on when we read it. The Gossip Gaze. Okie dokie, time for listeners live. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, this is from a few weeks ago, so I think it's just maybe in between the lockdowns but anywho it's still relevant so we're going to talk about it uh it says hi danny hi billy bringing this podcast uh binging bringing binging binging Woo, girl that is hard for a dyslexic girl to read binging this podcast has been getting me through lockdown every time we have one but it's kept me sane um me and my partner are in an open relationship we know we both sleep with other men but we don't. We have a don't ask, don't tell rule. Right, okay. Since we've come back into lockdown, my partner has actually mentioned the possibility of continue, continuing our open relationship. And he's been calling it the sex bubble. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I love you guys, but you know what? You come up with some mad shit. We would have people join us and play together, which is something we've defo not done before. I do agree it would spice things up during lockdown and would give us something to do. I'm a bit cautious as we've not actually played together as part of our relationship. And I assume the people we'll be bringing in would be the people we've been seeing without each other, which feels like it breaks the don't ask, don't tell aspect for me. Additionally, I'm worried if we can pull it off, is it COVID friendly? I feel, I feel like I should just try, but the fear is that it's going to get in my head. And also I worry that if I turn down the idea that it might put a strain on us whilst we're in lockdown, which is just stressful enough already. Please keep this anonymous. Okay, I think... Straight off the bat, I think a sex bubble isn't a thing. And I think it would be breaking the law. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think so. I think so. I mean, I think I think the bubble rule is what? Uh, I don't know the official bubble rule. I think it's if one adult is by themselves, they can form a bubble with another household. I don't know. Check the government website for COVID guidelines. <laughs> it, <laughs> Terms it, and conditions apply. It is, it is constantly changing the advice and it can be difficult. However, I'd, I've never heard of a sex bubble and I'm pretty sure it's not legal. However... Let's, okay, so let's recap now. We've got the terms and conditions yeah, out of the way. Yeah. Relationship, they are open. Now, oddly, I, I don't know many open relationships where they've not already had a threesome. So this, this is news to me. This is news to me as well. Often, my advice often is open relationships, with open relationships, is why do you want an open relationship? Where's the openness coming from? For me and Joe. You know, we got to a point where we ended up going to kind of a party. Well, we went to a sauna, actually. Oh. And we were like, we never intended to actually do anything. We were like, should we just go? And then when we were there, well, no, but we actually didn't. I'm just giving Dan, like, the, like, what the fuck face. I don't, no one's ever done for the sauna for the steam room. When we... <laughs> We yeah. were together, like, what, three, four years into our relationship. Oh, so, oh, so it was that long? Yeah. Right. And we went on a really shit holiday to Blackpool and there was fucking nothing to do. And we were looking at stuff to do. And I seen it first. Yeah, I, I said, was going to say, I bet you mentioned it first. I seen it went, there's a gay sauna. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was kind of like that. And then we were like, well, we don't have to do anything with anyone else. And we, genuinely, I don't think either of us intended to. And I think we were shitting ourselves. And yeah. we did go the first day and we sat outside in the hot tub, me and him, <laughs> in the sun. And it was the most fun we had the whole holiday. Right, okay. Well, we went back the next day. Okay. But we decided in the night, maybe we will. Right. So we went we'll off. We'll have a touch. We'll have a... Yeah, whatever. Mm. And that's kind of how it started. We did start it together. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's not like rampant constant. It's as and when. And obviously me working away a lot gives us time apart as well. So that gives us some opportunities to do it. I always think, why are you going into it? A lot of queer people go into it because a partner's been... What I was going to say, infertile. Unfaithful. Uh, unfaithful. Thank oh, he you. knows I'm unfaithful. And it kills him inside to know that I am happy with some other guy. I can see him running. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, it's got to come from a place of trust. If it's not coming from a place of trust, it ain't going to ever work. You've got to trust your partner more so, in my opinion, right. to be happy and open than not. Mm -hmm. I prefer don't ask, don't tell. But if your partner prefers 
tell me everything. tell me everything then you've got to go with the tell me everything i yeah, think i think so as well really <laughs> <laughs> if 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 the partner if that's what the partner wants in my opinion you're just torturing yourself yeah but if that's what the partner wants that's what the partner wants agreed agreed now this lockdown bubble ain't a thing honey so because the sex bubble so what you're saying the people that you're going to have sex with aren't going to see anyone else only you because yeah. that's not going to happen. No. And all you're actually doing is just breaking lockdown. So just to be clear, yeah. the sex bubble ain't really a thing. But I, when, can, when I can see the theory behind it. I can as well. I think maybe if you, once once restrictions are lifted and you want to invite people into the bedroom, I think you should definitely do that. Maybe, but I don't think it should be people you've previously seen or done stuff with. I think there should be, can new... be a whole new fresh piece of meat. Absolutely. Do you know I, what I mean? It doesn't have to be people you've seen before or people you see on the regular. Get someone new in. There's plenty of people out there. There's plenty of fish in the sea. And as soon as the... and there's plenty of cock in this world. <laughs> And as soon as the restrictions are lifted, I'm sure everybody sat in their house gagging for it. You could have a revolving door then. Do you know what I mean? If you, you don't... wanted. Yeah, of course. And it was consensual. And everyone was happy and above age and legal. Do it. I am worried for this person. I feel like I should just try, but fear is going to get in my head. I want to know what you're scared of. Because this is a bit like what... Is it jealousy? Is it jealousy? Like they're going to see their partner doing stuff with somebody else. And, and not gr- like it. For be the me, green-eyed that's monster. not the thing. For me, it's the quite opposite. Personally. Oh, that's the juices flowing. Oh, no. Because I know he is going home with me tonight, baby. Yeah, do that to him. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Sat on the sidelines. <laughs> Offside rule. <laughs> um, but I think you need to have a real in-depth open conversation and you before you do that you need to have one with yourself and ask you what are you scared of why are you scared Mm -hmm. because if you're happy to go off and do it without him yeah what are you worried about doing it with him is it jealousy then raise that you know what i think i'm going to be jealous when someone's here what if i get left out what if i'm the ugly one what if i'm the fatter one whatever i'm just projecting here because these are my own things so i'm thinking maybe these are similar for him but reality is nine times out of ten that all goes away in the moment. I agree. And I think if you are worried, always have a code. Something very subtle, but that means we need to stop this now. I'm not into it. But don't get too drunk and forget because I've done that. It's re- <laughs> <laughs> told me this story before. And it's really not fun. Because Je- now I'm not saying it on the podcast. It'll right. kill me. Okay. But make sure if you agree to a code, you do it and don't have a drink because I bloody forget. And Joe was doing the code and you yeah. forgot. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Joe sat there like, ha ha ha. Yeah, I love hanky panky. <laughs> Make yourself, it. yeah, <laughs> saying it about a billion times, yeah. making making yeah. you both look like a pair of freaks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, always have a code. Yeah, it doesn't even need to be a code that you say. I, yeah, I we do like a tap. I used to have a code where, like, if I touch the ear, like, like just a little, just like a little touch of the ear, that Ooh, means get that, rid. That means stop what we're doing now. Abort the mission. Abort, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Houston, we've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> we've got a problem. Yeah. Um. I think experimenting is fun. You, you're going to have anxieties and worries. I think as long as you're both honest and open, the whole thing about an open relationship, it should be called an honest, open relationship for me. You need to be extra honest, honest with yourself, honest with each other, and then you can move forward and start to enjoy it. As soon as things are getting not spoken about, not addressed is when issues arise. Mm-hmm. And of course, as always... Do it COVID friendly.
Ah, oh, this is Danny Bean, BBC News. Make sure if you're rooming, it's COVID friendly. <laughs> So we are recording later than what we would usually this week because we wanted to be on par with Drag Race UK premiere. We didn't want to... Ooh, it's a good one. We didn't want to bring you delayed content. We wanted to be... Fresh out the bag. Yeah. Bolton, what do they say? Bolton out of the stable? Never heard of that one. I just no. made it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Drag Race UK was back on our screens with a fabulous cast. Um, well, mostly a fabulous cast. And... Yeah, we're going to review it. I was going to, I was going to say stuff, but let's go through it maybe a bit chronologically. We yeah. won't, we won't dwell on it too much. We're going to try and give our opinions and our little overall review each week uh, for the next ten weeks. But obviously, we're not an official like recap podcast. So yeah. We're not going to no. spend the whole fucking day on it because it's everywhere you turn into it, girl. And everybody's doing a review. Re- Review, whatever. Review, yeah. Loads of random drag queens that no one really gives a shit about their opinions <laughs> are all doing it, aren't they? So let's yeah. let's not be one of them. Um, as an overall cast, though, I can see it working well throughout the show. Drama llama already. Yeah, a horror. Is that who we're talking about? <sighs> yeah, I don't know if I like a horror yet or not. She's got the bitch edit because they've purposely left her in bitching about the other queens for a reason. Hundred percent. And she said the thing she said. And it's come across very bitchy and nasty, actually. But she also did have that um, rep before we, she went into the show. I think we saw Tia say something about that already. Like, when she came in, she was mm-hmm. like, oh, I've heard some stuff. And then she was like, if my mum mom always taught me, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say it. Yes. I think we're going to see more of that. I can imagine her, a horror, having a big bust up with... I think more than one queen this year. I agree, and I'm looking forward to see the drama of it because we like to watch a bit of drama on the telly. Everyone loves a bit of drama, and season one didn't really have the drama. I think season one, in hindsight, you know, they... Vivian walked in on day one as the winner, really, didn't she? I agree, yeah. And she left as the winner. She was a cut above the rest in her looks and stuff, and that's no shade to any of the other girls. You know, some of... Great girls on the show. Davina did great on the show. She's a friend of this show. But I think, you know, where's the fun in someone walking in day one, the best and leaving day 10, the best? They of course, need yeah. this constructed reality of it all. Um, entrance looks wise, standouts for me were tastes. Yes. Uh, I actually really like the simpleness of Lawrence Cheney. I agree, yeah. Showed off her body, mm-hmm. nice purple hair, cutting makeup, um... Ones that kind of I've forgotten about are, well, she's we've got it on now on the telly, but on mute. Yeah. Veronica Green. Yeah. I don't know if it was the lighting or what, but in her confessionals, I was like, somebody fetch this girl a multivitamin. She Honestly, looks ill. Yeah, she, did, she does look very, very pasty Anemic. white. Yeah, she does look pasty white. The, I wish she had a bit of blush on her summit, but <laughs> by the by. Um, and she looked dead awkward to the camera, but I think, I think we're going to... That's going to entice us in a bit more. I do. I think it's going to become her charm. I agree. But at first, it just feels a bit awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, Looks-wise, for the whole of the episode, who who came out on your tops and bottoms? Now, we are going to talk about people being evicted. <laughs> <laughs> like Davina McCall on Channel 4. Yeah. Anyway, what do you call it? Eliminated. Eliminated. We are um, going to talk about eliminated queens, yes. So, fast forward if you don't want to hear it. Um... Overall look. Overall tops and bottoms, that's what I'm asking, yes. sorry. I think 
One that they didn't really talk about that I thought was very clever and really good was Cherry's Freddie Mercury with the with the Hoover. See, I think it was a bit too obvious, but this is the thing on this show. You can either go really obvious yeah. and they love it, or you can go a bit obscure and they're like, no, it wasn't obvious enough. Right. So you never know what's the right thing to do. Cherries I've seen done a billion times before and it was done to a nice standard. Yeah. I think had we not have seen the high standard we saw from the other costumes that she gave, she wouldn't have been up there for me. But because of her entrance look, what was her other look? The clock. Oh, I thought that was great. And when she went in her hand and the steam come out. Yeah, that was cool. That was great. Yeah. So if she had not have done those two looks, I, I think Cherry would have been at risk at, at possibly the bottom, just on that one alone. And Just I've, because how obvious it was. Yeah. I also think Cherry's edit wasn't, wasn't the best. We didn't see much of her this episode. No, and I, I almost feel like they intentionally left the, the headpiece knocking on the thing in like yeah i'm sure loads of girls had to have had to retake their entrance before but they never leave it in yeah so they did leave that in for a reason yeah i felt like they intentionally left that in now i don't know if that's because it's going to be part of their character in coming episodes or because i don't know i don't know but i don't think she got the best edit no i also don't think some of the queens came across as good as they could have like i know tia from working with her in Clapham and stuff. I just weren't that keen on her entrance look or her runways. I agree. Yeah. And I, I didn't know the link between the binary code and Alan Turing. Yeah, it was... I a... don't know if that's a direct link. I know on the banknotes in binary code, they've put Alan Turing's birthday, if I'm correct. I think I am. Um, but I, I he didn't invent it or anything, I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but it didn't scream Alan Turing to me. Not at all. But then... She had to explain it. But then Joe Black screamed Bowie straight away to me. So, right, okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also, Joe Black had real attention to detail. A lot of people think David Bowie had two different coloured eyes, and he didn't. He had one dilated pupil. And she had a contact lens in that gave her one dilated pupil and one icy blue eye, but both were blue. And I think those attentions to details were missed. Right. I think there's been outrage online about the, the elimination. Mm-hmm. Again, this is going to be a spoiler, so if you don't want to hear it fast forward 15 um joe black was eliminated and he's been working on the scene for years yeah like a donkey at blackpool yes (laughs) ridden and ridden to death (laughs) and okay if i'm honest Mm. i don't think her looks were top of the competition Mm -hmm. but i also don't know if her looks were deserving of the boot i i agree but it is at the end of the day, that's how that, that's the way the cookie crumbles on this show. It is, and also she, I, I feel like her pavilion um, look. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was just something she already had in the wardrobe. I agree. Yeah, and and now it's like, oh well, the inside's gold. Yeah, I mean, you can make you can make the shoe fit if you've asked it. Do you of know what I mean? Of course you can. But also, she already said, you know, all I need's a seagull on my shoulder shitting on me. Well. Do that then. Yeah. That would have been really funny if she'd have come out yeah. in a really big white, you know, headpiece that had the shape of the pavilion. the pavilion. And it was all this big white gown. Covered in bird shit. Covered in bird shit <laughs> would have been funny. I agree, yeah. That... Where was that? Yeah. I think 
these looks, you can, you've got to decide, okay, is this look going to be glam? Is this look going to be comedy? Is this, decide it, then do it. It's, it, some of the looks aren't as thoughtful. I went into, is it Estina who did the coat, the ASOS coat? Yeah, she won it. She won it? Yeah. Wouldn't have put Estina as the winner, but... Was that all just because the Naomi, the Naomi Campbell was so great? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tace's hometown look was oh, incredible. That was, I think, one of the best up there. Absolutely. That was really good. Looked looked expensive. That Those feathers weren't cheap. Ostrich is not cheap, honey. Yeah, it wasn't a cheap outfit. I only have a couple of ostrich feathers, honey, and I was <laughs> rolling in it before this corona came. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. But... Um, yeah. Do you know what Tace, I mean? Tace's was fab. Now... I was shocked she was safe, but I, I can't take the other top two girls away because I thought Ellie Diamond was absolutely incredible and so was Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence Cheney. Oh, her, for me, mm-hmm. I am saying Tace, Lawrence Cheney and Ellie Diamond have got to be up there because they've just a cut above the rest straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that with talent like theirs, they're going to be going anywhere anytime soon. I didn't know anything about Ellie Diamond before this show. And I really enjoy not knowing some of them and seeing them grow and seeing it and finding stuff, finding stuff out about them. I think they gave her a lot of airtime for making her own stuff. Yes. And for me, Ellie should have won this week. That Dennis the Menace look for her hometown, instantly she walked out. I went, Dennis the Menace. Yeah, 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 yeah. There wasn't many people that I did that with. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the challenge when you do a hometown look. What's iconic about your hometown? You've got to be able to walk out. Lamb banana, whatever. Do you know what I mean? The liver birds. I'm just trying to think of things from Liverpool. But, you know, what would you do if you did Leeds? From Leeds. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cavani's takeaway. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you know what I mean? That, or I do like a Yorkshire Rose. Or oh, you could do the Yorkshire Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> a Yorkshire Rose, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Summer, anything mm-hmm. that's instantly recognisable from where you're from. So the people from where you're from go, that's what it is. What was clever about Ellie's is I knew what that was and I didn't know where she was from. Yes. Dennis the Menace. You instantly so, knew. Instantly, instantly knew. Yeah. Um, and they really complimented her makeup as well. Gorgeous bee. Gorgeous bee. I've seen people online swooning over it. And yeah, she looks really good. Also, side note, mm? extra tea. Somebody hacked her Instagram on the on the night of... And did what to it? Put it up for sale. <laughs> Said you've got to pay me 250 quid or you're not having it back. So they stole her handle? They've stolen her handle and she's still not got it back as of today on the recording date, which is Saturday. Oh my God. I'm really gutted that the eliminated queen went um i Who just would you have sent home instead bimini bamboulash i think bimini and sister sister would have been my bottom two this week right um for me if you're gonna wear something off the rack do something to it more than just throw some stones on it make yeah. it at least fit your body one thing i do enjoy about drag is the illusion whatever that illusion is so if you're a drag king it's fully um fitting into that character of of whatever guy you're playing if you're doing a woman what's really gonna accentuate the woman for me it's tits and hips and it's the body shape so i want to see nice body for me sister sister at a primark 
pair of pajamas and threw some rhinestones right. on it. Yeah, and then a dusty Springfield was more like dusty dress from Oxfam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it didn't show any body shape. I have clocked that the pictures that have gone online, obviously. We know everybody airbrushes. There's some body shape on the online pictures, but when you watch the show, it's it's a bit like a Richmond sausage. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, Sister Sister would have been in the bottom. And then obviously, it, whoever won the lip sync between her and Bimini. Mm-hmm. I do think Bimini, or, and I hate saying it because Tia's a, a friend, I think Tia could have been in the bottom as well because her other look was very smithies. It was Robin yeah, Hood. Yeah. It was... Fancy dress a little bit. Pan- even less than Panto. I was panto- just going to say, yeah, not even Panto, panto because yeah. I'm sorry, sis, but my Panto costumes were impeccable. <laughs> yeah, no, they actually. were. Yeah, they were really so good, yeah. it wasn't even that. Yeah. Um, and then Tia's other one, I-, I presume it was custom made with the binary code on, but it could have easily not been. And it didn't scream... Alan Churning. Yeah. Is that his name? Sorry. Alan Turing. Honey. Alan Turing. I think this is going to be a real tough competition as we start trimming the fat mm-hmm. and getting down to five, you know, four, five, six of them. Yeah. I think we're really going to see it. Next week is Rats the Rusical. I'm very excited because last season um, they didn't really sing live on stage, like no. walking, walking around the runway. I think we're going to see who the true talents are next week and who can put on a show. Agreed. And I think um, I'm worried for, I'm actually worried for people that I'm rooting to be in the top, like Tace. Um, can she sing? I don't know. Um, I'm worried for Cherry. Can she sing? I don't know. Um, I'm worried for Sister Sister. Can she sing? I don't know. <laughs> She's worried for them all. I'm worried for a lot of the girls next week. It's so who are you not worried challenge. for? I'm not worried for Tia next week. Right. Um, I'm not worried for Ginny Lemon next week. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. Ginny's not an... Uh, uh, Singer. Well, she is, but she's not a... Her style of singing, <laughs> it needs to be seen to be believed. It's, it's very much her own style. Um, but... I'm not worried for Tia. I'm not worried for Ginny specifically. Don't know enough about Ellie Diamond and a few of the others. I'm not really worried for Lawrence either. I think she's got the confidence to be able to sell it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I mean, these are just our ramblings. This isn't an official review. Let us know what you think. Get involved. Once you've watched the show as well on a Thursday, we're going to start putting little comment boxes on our Instagram so you can tell us who you think your tops and bottoms of the week were. Um, And we're going to start reading those out as well moving forward. So get involved on our Instagram, which is at Gossip Gaze Pod. Um, And this is going to be a section for the next 10 weeks. Very excited. Okay, so I know we've got to wrap the show up, but something, <laughs> I've seen something this week on TikTok that made me think, oh my lordy, I need to pass this information on for all of our gorgeous female listeners. So rewind, you've been on the TikToks this week. Listen, <laughs> you've been... got a lot of time on me ants. Right, I'm okay. trying to get down with the kids. I'm trying to learn how to TikTok. Don't worry, you're not seeing any cringy dancing coming from me anytime soon. Okay. But what I have found is there's a whole load of sex tips. 
cooking tips. You, right. can, you can learn everything off TikTok now. I've, I've seen a thing on how to fold a wrap up. Like, have you seen it? Uh, yeah, just roll the wrap up. Yeah, but there's that new Everyone's method. Everyone's doing it. And like people are putting Folding like, it in four quarters and putting a different section on each turkey, one. Turkey, dinosaurs, beans on one, cheese on the other. That's what I saw the other day. Rotten. Povo. Disgusting. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on from turkey dinosaurs to the female orgasm. Okay? I was going to say, we don't normally talk about the female orgasm, but... We are today. I, on holiday once, he did something that I have never, ever experienced before. Anyway, what he did that was so different and unique was when we were together, he actually put his hand, like the heel of his hand, on the small of my back where my sacrum was, and he was pressing into it and kind of rubbing it. And he kind of built up momentum in doing this. And obviously it had the desired effect. And I was just like, mind blown. I had never, ever experienced anything like this. So she goes on to say, she asked him about it later. And he learned this from the Karma Sutra. So just like above the, the very bottom of the back, above where your little tailbone is. Above where the crack is. A little bit up. Go up, up, up. Right. There. Rub, rub. Now, I think this is strictly female thing. Oh, so you can't do it. So don't be falling asleep tonight and trying to get Morgana <laughs> to rub the bottom of your back because you're not going to orgasm. Right. But there's actually loads of really mad tips out there online. You don't have to read the, the Karma Sutra on how to get an orgasm. And I always thought it was nipples. <laughs> you thought it was the three the three spots. Well, nipples, ears. Oh, right. Ears. I forgot about ears. Ears are very... Very stimulative. They are, but I always, I always worry with a with, with a new partner. Imagine they don't, imagine they don't clean their ears out. You I don't, don't think you stick anything in the ear. You just rub the lobe on. Oh right, no, I, no, no, I put, no, I put my tongue up in there sometimes. Do you not? Do you not? No. No, hon, I'd fucking flip if someone wet willied me. No, not a wet willy, not like a, a sloppy tongue down my ear hole. I'd fucking flip if you took your tongue in my... Took your, can't say it. Whoa, tongue stuck twister. Your, stuck your tongue in me ear. Oh, right. No, I don't... But anyway, I have to share this top tip with the people before that we finish the show because... The palm of your hand... In the, the crook of back. your back. Right. Start rubbing it and getting more right. and more and more. In a circular motion, would you say, building the momentum? Is that as... Is that as the penis is entering? No, that's without the penis, honey. That's strictly oh, right. an orgasm just off that alone. It's something to do with the nerves in the bottom of the back. Um, I've I've got it up here. God, on a little hit me with it. Cause I'm intrigued to know. I've never been with a woman. You see, <laughs> does this mean I can rub a woman's back and say I've had sex with a girl? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Backgasms are a term that I and others likely use to describe climax derived from back stimulation. If you've ever experienced an orgasm during a soothing back rub or massage, you're not alone. Right. The phenomenon makes sense if you think about it. Relaxation plays a huge role in arousal. The ability, the ability to experience climax when you are more relaxed than mid-massage. A listener wrote to this person who's written the... Um, article, article mm-hmm. on shape.com um, said that she experienced the most intense orgasm ever during a massage. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Stop laughing. You got a happy ending? 
<laughs> and not only do the basically the nerves um to the pelvis run through the lower back but women tend to carry a lot of tension in the muscles and hips and pelvis simply releasing that helps us experience more pleasure than ever so any listeners out there with a vagina yeah if you are listening to this, if your nerves that run through to your pelvis mm. run through the lower back, get relaxed, get a bit of incense on, get the oils out, right. and get someone round to bloody rub it. Rub the bottom of your back. Fuck flicking the bean, rub me back. Woo! <laughs> the gossip gaze. Well, this was a jam pack show today you know it girl we have got loads more coming up as we said we're going to keep smashing you with the little recaps and bootleg opinions from me and billy on drag race uk we're not really going to be touching on the american season because well the brits just do it better i think so too um obviously we're watching the the american season but i do prefer the british one and it just feels more authentic at the moment Sorry, I'm choking on nuts here. She got the nuts. I'm not the kind of nuts I like choking on. I'm on that keto, by the way. I've lost seven pounds, I tell you. Congratulations, you have, yes. It's all right. I'll probably find it again in the next week or two. <laughs> um, so we'll be back at the same time, same place next week. Don't forget, get involved across all our socials at Gossip Gaze Pod. Mm-hmm. You can also email us at gossipgazepod at gmail.com. And if you want, you can message us on our private accounts, but we probably won't reply because we're so busy eating. Uh, We'll see you same time, same place next week. Bye. Bye, bitch. The Gossip Gaze. Thousands of people listen to The Gossip Gaze every week, and we can help deliver your brand message to a targeted audience. So if you want to be part of the Gossip Gaze and connect with engaged audio listeners, get in touch. Just email sales at audioalways.com and find out more about how podcast advertising and sponsorship could work for you. That's sales at audioalways.com.